Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs, host of Nurse Talk Radio, one of the thousands of nurses on duty today. Here's what we're talking about this week. While global health officials are racing to better understand the Zika virus behind a major outbreak that began in Brazil last year and has spread to many countries in the Americas, National Nurses United, the nation's largest organization representing over 185,000 U.S. nurses, is calling attention to what employers need to do to protect nurses from the Zika virus. Zika is transmitted to people through the bite of infected female mosquitoes. These mosquitoes are found in all countries in the Americas except for Canada and continental Chile, and the virus will likely reach all countries and territories of the region where these mosquitoes are found. Here with us to talk about what the nurses are recommending employers do to protect healthcare professionals is RN and co-president of National Nurses United, Deborah Berger. Deborah, always great to have you with us. Good morning. Oh, no, afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon. Well, that's right. It's hard to tell sometimes. So, Deborah, can you give us a brief overview of how the Zika virus can be transmitted? And I would imagine that would also include needle sticks. Well, uh, yes. The Right now, they've had documentation of spread through sexual transmission, mother-to-child transmission during pregnancy and birth, blood transfusion, and a needle stick injury in a laboratory setting. And it, the Zika virus has actually been found in a variety of blood fluids, including amniotic fluid, fetal brain tissue, saliva, urine, breast milk, the female genital tract, and semen. So it seems like what was thought to be just transmission through a mosquito is now proving to be transmitted by a wide variety of methods. So um, we've actually put together an information packet for nurses that may be exposed to the virus. Deborah, what prompted you to take this action? National Nurses United, is, it seems, is always on the forefront of these issues. Uh, I'm reminded of the Ebola issue and how you set the protocols and got that moving. What prompted you to do this? Well, um, nurses have historically been at risk for a number of diseases while they're providing care for their patients. And we've always wanted to make sure that both our patients and all healthcare workers are protected when they're providing care for patients. And it was shown in the Ebola epidemic that employers and uh, health policy experts were not looking out for the best interests of the nurses when they came up with these guidelines. So we took it upon ourselves to do so. Which is just one more reason why having a nursing union is so very important to all of us out there in the field, because we can't uh, trust the corporations to take care of us. Exactly. So what are some of the recommended precautions that hospitals and clinics need to implement to protect nurses and other healthcare professionals? What they need to do is provide personal protection equipment that does not permit blood or bodily fluids to pass through the employee's clothes, eyes, mouth, or mucous membrane. So that includes gloves, gowns, eye protection, mouthpieces, and resuscitation bags to try and protect people from splashes in their eyes with goggles and glasses, face shields, and then uh, appropriate clothing, including gowns, aprons, clinical jackets, things that would make sure that blood or other bodily fluids don't come in contact with the healthcare provider's body. 
And then are they doing education and training for nurses about well, Zika? Well, that is and- the question right now. It uh, What we're using so far is the universal precautions because those have been shown to be the most rigorous in preventing transmission of disease. But the employers really aren't even screening right now for travel to countries or even Miami where they have been shown to have the virus. Deborah, what is National Nurses United doing to get the word out about these protections? We have put out a nurse alert that includes the CDC and OSHA requirements and background information about what employers should do to protect nurses from the Zika virus. We are working with our nurses in our hospitals to make sure that the employer does provide training and we're meeting with the local politicians to highlight the fact that we do need to take this seriously since Congress went on recess without addressing... Mm-hmm. Without providing any any of this. Yeah, exactly. So are hospitals or healthcare clinics taking any of the steps to protect us? Not yet, which is the problem. We are uh, trying to get the word out there. I think what happened was people sort of thought it was an epidemic or uh, a disease that um, had very few consequences and people, politicians, weren't taking it seriously until the biggest side effect was the microcephaly and that uh, panicked a number of people. Obviously, it didn't wake up the politicians because they still thought it was a a foreign policy problem until Mm -hmm. it turned up in Puerto Rico and Miami. How can nurses and other healthcare professionals find out more about these recommendations, Deborah? Well, we can. Uh, we've got the uh, precautions and information up on our website. So if you go to nationalnursesunited.org, we have the information there where they can actually get the CDC guidance and recommendations. And then also working with your nurse reps and labor reps in the various hospitals. If you aren't represented by a union, then trying to get the information from your public health department. But obviously, it's going to be something that nurses need to take responsibility for until the employers do the right thing and protect both patients and nurses. Deborah, anything else you'd like to add? I want people to know that uh, we do need to pressure our lawmakers to make sure that they address this issue because it is due to climate change only getting worse. And we need to actually be prepared to deal with these things because of the serious nature of the side effects of this virus and probably other viruses and illnesses that we don't even know about yet. Well, it's not the first, and we can clearly see that it won't be the last. Exactly, exactly. And and I agree with you, Deborah. It's so very important now more than ever to contact your legislature in your state to advocate for funding for this issue because they had a chance to pass something to help us out with Zika, and they did not. Right, and that's the that is the issue. They took money away from the Ebola research and uh, development and moved it over to the Zika, which is very very short sighted, because Ebola is not gone, and the Zika virus is uh, another potential epidemic uh, that uh, we are very very concerned about.
Well, Deborah, once again, we want to thank you and everybody at National Nurses United for being on top of the issues uh, and taking taking it on uh, as you usually do. So thank you so much. And looking it's, out to protect all of us nurses as well as all the patients, because if you protect the nurses, you're going to protect the patients as well. And our communities. Exactly. Yes, that's right. Yes. Thank you so much, Deborah. Thank you. We've been talking with RN and co-president of National Nurses United, Deborah Berger. For more information about this topic or about National Nurses United, visit nnu.org.